Today's world is a marvelous yet double-edged sword of innovation and technology. We are able to be brought together from anywhere around the globe, yet so much information passes through our screens and headphones at any given time that it's not too difficult to get overwhelmed. Work, stress, and daily struggles abound, so finding time to relax and unwind, simply letting go and meditating, or working off the anxieties, becomes that much more important. Sometimes, we just need to lie down in a grassy field, relax, and catch the silver linings of the clouds in the sky. This little corner of the internet is dedicated to providing the moment, just to relax and breathe, recalling the nicer things in life. I'm your host, Nick. Welcome to the Staring at Clouds podcast. Today, we take a walk through the vineyards, covering the hillsides above a sprawling lake. Before we set out, before anyone is really awake, the world begins to shift into its waking hours. On this late summer morning, the sun eagerly rises to a welcoming land, stretching out and illuminating the snaking valleys, shining through to the very mountaintops and piercing its sunlight rays down into the lake, resting in the middle of it all. The first waves of the day readily greet the sun's morning routine, sparkling in reply. A million little scales of reflecting shine spread out across the pure blue surface of the water. It skips up and down with the night's leftover wind and carries the fresh morning breath along the shorelines. The sky lights up and the last signs of the night veil lift up to highlight the contrails left by red-eye flights across the globe. Criss-crossing patterns of now fluffy white scatter across the expanding atmosphere, accompanied by humble little clouds. The ivory shapes are nearly bursting at the seams, eager to unleash all of the sunlight they stored up onto the life below. Early commuters breathe in the crisp near-autumn morning air as they blink away the remnants of sleep and set out about their daily lives, taking a second to enjoy the still-silhouetted mountaintops across the brightening lake. Wisps of fog and mist lift off and fade from around the cliffs and peaks as the radiance of the smiling sun washes them away. Some of the more hasty ones leave behind a little trail of snow, a premature but welcome reminder of the nippier weather to come. The busy body cities and buzzing villages bubble with the morning crowd, letting out little streams of cars and trains. Inside, the smell of coffee and toast stirs the heavier sleepers out of their slumber. Buses and lobbies now fill with little comfy crowds, all working hard to stave off the last of their nights. 
As the sun sets off across its daily journey, it beams through the shutters and coaxes you awake. Stretching yourself as the sun did before, you set about your morning, ready to depart. Eating breakfast, looking outside of the window, the magnificent bright blue sky unravels, preparing for the day ahead as it welcomes the smattering little clouds in its enormous embrace. Finally ready, you set out of your home. A jingle of keys in the lock, and you're off. The very first steps outside lift you up as the fresh summer air breathes its energy into you and inspires your journey forward. Heading leisurely down the street, you pass through the familiar neighborhood and stroll towards the lake. With these last weeks of summer, the season makes one final effort and brings together the best qualities of the summertime just for today. The sun hanging in the sky shines confident and bright. The breeze floats through the streets just right, and every little bit of the world around you is illuminated by the glow. Passing by an old park with a few dilapidated goalposts, every single leaf on the overhanging oak trees echoes with the sunlight, gleaming and dancing along with the zephyr. You reach the lakeside and turn to walk with it. It greets you with the splash of little waves. Fishing nets lie about the ports as you start your leisurely patrol, showing off the labors of the earliest dawn fishermen. Every now and again, you cross another person on a stroll, enjoying their own little world of relaxation. A bicycle steadily passes through occasionally, and the little bell echoes through across the water, seemingly endless. Passing by one of the more humble village ports, you cross an old bridge, and walk by a running stream of water as it ends its journey in the lake. Little shrublings and greenery, mixed in with the river petals and rocks and sticks, follow the stream down under the bridge. Somewhere high up in the mountains, a mighty glacier, or perhaps a pure water source, has brought this water on a journey all the way down past forests and watermills, through creeks and waterfalls, down to the lake. The water burbles as it travels, eager to join a bigger collective of currents and underwater life that the lake has to offer. You keep on following the lakeside, joined by little gusts of wind that relieve the still persistent heat of the sun. Later on, you cross through a field, peppered with puffed-up white dandelions, daisies, and brightened by light purple asters. The tall grass has little brown patches where the summertime has worn it down, but it never gives up, and you can see tiny little lines of marching ants making the best of it. A smell reminiscent of hay mixes in with the small chorus of chirping crickets. From time to time, one of the bursts of wind follows you up from the lake and rustles the grass all around, 
brushing through its innumerable stalks. The curb around here has little sprouts of life permeating through cracks in the concrete, and you spot little shiny black beetles making their homes there. Eventually, you leave the field behind and maintain your course onwards. Finally, you reach a small staircase that leads uphill. Crossing underneath a bridge with the sounds of a stream echoing around its walls, you pass under a railroad and get to a grouping of old houses with vines crawling up their walls and decorating the stucco. Nearly hidden between them, an alleyway winds upwards, paved with cobblestone. You make your way up, and as you make your way higher and higher above the lake, you enter the vineyards. All around you, rows of the beautifully arranged, meticulous grapevines and leaves extend between fields. Little stone fences and wires separate the different territories. The season is just right, and each of the plants sports its own solid bunch of grapes. Reaching the very top of the alleyway, you pause to rest in the local town. Stone buildings and walls with glass displays coming up from time to time, filled with deep red and yellow bottles of wine, showing off their purple and amber contents. Ornate plaques all around the place tell stories of the first plants in centuries past. Out and underneath an archway, a road winds out deeper into the vineyards. Crunching on the gravel in the yard, you leave the village behind and delve into their still-living, rich history. The sides of the road sport artifacts of artisans new and old. From aged wooden wine presses infused with decades of use, to metal carts that have deceivingly new wheels. The expansive lands of the grapes seem so large and full and peaceful, yet so much work is put into working the fields behind the scenes. Early rising mornings to hikes and treks through their rows of opaque green and purple spheres, surrounded by five-point leaves. Interspersed along the way are little degustation huts, rest stops for tourists and locals alike to enjoy a glass of wine along the scenic view. Their frames are intertwined with the grapevines, scattering the rays of sunshine into little puzzle pieces as you rest on a bench and gaze at the scenery. Far below, the lake keeps shimmering, and tiny specks of seabirds shuffle from one port to another. After a small rest, you continue moving through the endless columns of elegant plants, eyes wandering to and fro, stopping from time to time on Hollywood-esque titles of lands jutting on parts of cliffs up above. You hear faint foghorns as the boats trace lines in the dark blue-green water. The wind still accompanies your travels, winding in and out somewhere nearby, rustling up what little it can. 
Eventually, the sun sets and paints the world gold. Vivid green leaves now tint in a golden hue, and everything freezes in time, as if coated in a thick layer of honey. Down by the lake, the poplar trees still rustle. They sway in time like giant paintbrushes, cornerstones of the parks and the beaches they rest in. Their golden yellow leaves flicker in time with the glittering waves nearby, the patches of bright scales showing off their last display of the evening. Buildings become miniature parts of a giant landscape, interspersing roads and city centers, towering offices and hulking apartment blocks, all look like one meticulous model, on display in some ethereal museum eternally present for you to inspect. Even the tiny moving cars and speeding trains look like little toys, bathing in and reflecting the auric light of the atmosphere. And in the background of it all, the sunset proudly displays its purple and orange gradient as it sets in a now cloudless sky, hazy sun shimmering from its peak bright yellow to a deeper and deeper orange, and finally setting on a crimson hue as it sinks below the infinitesimally small mountain range, far, far away. The lazy golden light shifts into the magenta purple of early evening, and you slowly turn around and head back home, wandering back through the impeccable sheets of marvelous nature. Just before I finish off the episode, I want to take a second to say thank you and reach out to anyone listening who's having a tough time. This podcast is meant to give you a little breather from life, giving you a glimpse of the silver linings that nature can bring to stresses and difficulties. If I can help even one person relax a little bit, that makes creating this absolutely worthwhile. As always, I am open to messages and will answer every comment I get. I hope that you are having a good day, because you deserve to, and I believe in you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Staring at Clouds podcast. If you would like to support me and help me keep making these, please consider donating to my Patreon at patreon.com slash audio. Even the tiniest amount allows me to make the time and put in the effort for these episodes. It does cost money and time to produce, so any little bit helps. Follow my Twitter at NixEHAudio for more of what I do and updates about the podcast. Credit for the music used goes to the amazing Kevin McLeod. Thank you once again, and have a lovely rest of your day.